I like big books and I cannot lie, but it begs the question, are you actually wasting your time reading books, listening to things and buying all those shiny courses? Well, tune in today and let's see how we could turn that around. Welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm your host, Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation, and I'm here to help you get unstuck so you can rapidly grow your business. As a performance coach for small business owners, I know how vital it is for you to truly embrace entrepreneurship from the inside out, which includes transforming your mindset and using strategies that really work with your unique talents, skills and entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Welcome to episode number 21, and I'm sure we've got a few things in common. I absolutely love buying books. I think I'm one of Amazon's favorite customers when it comes to buying books very easily. They do make life easy when we could just go online and press that one click button. And also over an Audible and also on my Kindle, I have got hundreds and hundreds of books and I love buying books. And I think buying books and learning is a great thing if it fits in with certain criteria and we actually do something with it. So if you're like me, a bookaholic, then today's podcast episode is like a support group for people like us. And I want to share with you seven very practical things that you can do to make sure that you really are getting the most from your learning or your reading or your listening experiences. And we want to make sure that you're not just pretending that you're doing work and it's actually a disguise. You're thinking, I'm learning, I'm learning, but you're actually not doing anything. So instead, I want to make sure in this episode that any learning that you do going forward it is helping you maximize your time, your money and your energy. And you're not just kidding yourself on. How does that sound? So let's dive into the first strategy. And this is about FOMO. And that is a fear of missing out or commonly known, one of my friends talked about it, is the the bright shiny light syndrome. This often happens, especially if you are with a group of people, like-minded people, and they start recommending books. They'll say, oh, have you read this latest book? Have you listened to this? And before you know it, you could be reaching for your phone and going, right, should I go and buy it? Because that's on trend or that's what everybody's talking about. But really, is that the book that you need to read or dive into right now? Is that the course that you really need to focus upon? Because actually, you are a different person from everybody else. You're unique. Where you are in your business is unique. Your development and your opportunities is unique to who you are and where you are currently. Does that make sense? And you wouldn't dream of going shopping and thinking, right, I need to go and buy the same outfit or the same dress or the same shirt as everybody just because they like it. So why is it we do that to ourselves when we think that we're going to miss out if we don't consume that latest book or course or podcast? And yes, I'm talking about a podcast, even though this is a podcast and you might be thinking, why does this man not want me to listen to certain podcasts? I'll explain all in a moment. So the key thing is you want to make sure that you're really crystal clear about what your goals are, because when you've got the goals in mind in terms of for your business and what you want to make happen, you can then get really clear about, well, where are your gaps? Where are the things that you need to be developing on or focusing upon to help you to make those happen? So when you get crystal clear about what your goals are and what your learning needs are, then absolutely you can start to think about, 
well, where do I need to plug in those gaps? Is it particular courses that could be useful? Or actually, do you just need to get the right person to help you with that, i.e. to outsource that particular task? Or if it is something that you need to learn or for you to develop, at least you know it fits in with your plan. And a great guy, Tacky Moore, talks about where he describes it as in, are you in just-in-time learning versus just-in-case? So many people I know, and again, I'm putting my hands up here to say I've fallen into this trap before. We're in that just-in-case learning type of mindset where we think, oh, I better consume this, I better learn this because at some point I might need it or at some point I'm going to focus on that marketing tactic or strategy. But really be honest, if it's not something that you're going to be implementing within the next 30 days, 60 days, or a short period that you choose, then actually, what's the point? And instead, he talks about the the feeling of just-in-time learning. So when you know that you're about to implement something or you're focusing upon something, that is the best time for you to learn it because you can then put it into action straight away. So do you fall into that trap? Do you fall into the I better learn that or listen to it just in case. So again, I'm saying this as a host of this podcast. If there's any podcast episodes where you hear the introduction and you think, this is not something I'm suffering from. This is not something that I'm getting in my way around. You have got my full blessing to go, let me just skip this episode or this is not something that's relevant for me right now. And if it does come up for me in the future, I'll circle back to this episode. So you don't have to listen to every single episode because you could be wasting your time. The second thing is before you even choose to learn anything, actually take that time and ask yourself questions around, well, what do you want to get from this? Remember back in the olden days, okay, I sound really old and when I do say that, um, we used to have things that were called yellow pages. Now we've probably got this thing you've heard of called Google and you Google everything. You would never just dream of opening up the yellow pages and go, right, I need to find a company. No. You would go, I need to find a florist. I need to find a locksmith. So therefore, all the other numbers for companies that are irrelevant you don't actually have to flick through them and start to look at every page by page. And the same applies for Google. You don't just go and say, I'm looking for pizza. You're looking for pizza in your particular area or whatever that is that you're Googling. And that then narrows down the search. So when it comes to actually focusing on choosing something new, if it's a new training course or a book or a podcast, whatever medium that is for you, really get clear about, well, what do I want to get from it? What actually entices me or what's making me choose to spend my time or my energy on this particular resource. And this is where when you get to understand what your learning strategy is, it can help you to basically get out your way and get the most from what you're consuming. So I want to give you a sneaky peek into how I go about my learning strategy for all things that are non-fiction. I don't suggest that you use this for the latest, you know, crime book or horror book or whatever you're reading because that might take some of the enjoyment out of it. But for me, when it comes to a a learning type of resource, I very much look at, okay, is it a particular book or interest or somebody said something to me? And I'm the type of person where I kind of hear something and I go, noted. But if I'm hearing it a couple of times, if different people are mentioning it, that's where I then start to kind of 
prick up my ears and think, okay, there's a reason why I'm hearing about this book or this source from many, many people. Again, I'm not using that as a, a FOMO kind of reason, like I need to do it because everybody, all the cool kids or all the cool business owners are talking about it. But that then just gives me that little bit of a, why does it keep coming up and up and up? And this happened for me with Mel Robbins' book, The Five Second Rule. I kept hearing people talk about it. And then what I did, my first kind of plan of action was I went to think, well, how can I get the essence of what that's all about? So I went and listened to Mel's TED Talk, first of all, and that gave me a real flavor for what the five second rule was all about. And that was great enough for me for at least, I think it was about six or nine months. I chose not to go and dive into her book then. So if you can listen to something, if you can consume something in a different way, look at things such as TED Talks, look at YouTube, that might give you just enough of what you need from that resource and therefore it saves you time from diving into the full thing. But if you decide, right, okay, I'm going to go and dive into it, I'm going to purchase a book or I'm going to listen to it, this applies more for books and training courses. The next thing I do is I scan the contents and I look at, okay, what's going to be covered in here and what are the things that pop out for me in terms of the topics, the, the, the chapters that really do just kind of connect with me or jump out to say, oh, I absolutely want to buy this book or I want to dive into this course as well. So again, that's the beauty of doing things such as going onto Amazon. You can look inside the covers or if you go to traditional bookshops, you can browse different books as well. Or when you're looking at a course, typically online, you'll see a whole breakdown of the different modules. So again, just dive into it and look at is it important enough for you to go, this is going to make a big difference for me and what my goals are or what your development needs are. The next thing is formulate questions. So if you look at a chapter and you think about, right, what's this chapter about? Even before you dive into that chapter, you know, you can go, right, I've got the summary of it. I understand what it's about or I've got expectations around it. Ask yourself certain questions such as, let's say it is about how do you get more Facebook likes on your Facebook page. Okay, I'm just making this up on the top of my head. Well, you can then think about, well, what's happening in your world and ask yourself a specific question around maybe your ideal customers or a promotion that you've got coming up or something that actually is going to be worthwhile for you. And what that does is it primes your unconscious mind to search out for that information. And therefore, if you're reading it, the right things will jump out for you. The right strategies will fit for you. So again, I typically look at when I'm asking myself questions, I go, well, how is this chapter or the suggestions going to fit in with my entrepreneurial superpower, i.e. my wealth dynamics profile, so that I focus on things that will be relevant and will be in flow for me. The information that's really going to make the difference to me, it jumps out the page and it catches my attention or it really rings true in my ears if I'm listening to something in an auditory way as well. So formulate the questions that are really going to help your mind effectively search out that information rather than reading it or consuming it in a very passive way. And then again, if you have the chance to dive into something such as a first chapter or a preview, I would absolutely recommend it. And it gives you a good flavor of the sense of what that book's about, an overview, but also the style of it so that you can give yourself that chance to go, am I going to go further or am I not? Okay, so there's been many times where I've downloaded a book, a sample, and I go, it just doesn't connect with me. I don't like the way it's written. Or actually, this sounds like hard work for me, or it's not what I thought it was going to be after going through the table of contents and even the, the initial preview of it. So remember, 
What's right for you might be different from me and I want you to understand what is the best learning strategy for you. So think about things that you've learned or training courses that you've purchased and you've actually done, not the ones that you've just purchased and they're still sitting there in the someday pile. And also any books that you have consumed or you're read or you listened to and you've got the great value from them. Just look at and ask yourself, what strategies did you follow that really made you get the most from it? And do that again when it comes to the next things that you're consuming as well. And then number four is all about asking yourself the question of now what? So after you've listened to that chapter or after you've listened to that particular module on the training course, ask yourself, well, what am I going to do with it? Because again, we can get different things from different resources. Sometimes it's information that can help back up things that you already know or add to your knowledge bank or your theory. Or it could be for inspiration. And this is why, again, some people have argued with me before when I've brought this topic up in terms of, well, I'm always listening. I'm always reading a book. I'm always listening to podcasts. So therefore, I do it because it's part of my morning ritual or it keeps me topped up. And I do agree upon that in terms of that can be really useful as long as you know what the intention is behind that. So for me, there's certain things like podcast interviews. I listen to podcast interviews as more of an inspiration for me rather than actually me sitting there going, right, I need to know everything from here and to implement specifically. That's kind of where it just helps me to get the right intention behind. But it could be, as I say, for information, it could be inspiration. But the most powerful thing comes from not just the information, not just from being inspired, but it's actually about the implementation. And again, this was Nick James that kind of mentioned this um, simple kind of concept, but powerful when I was at one of his conferences, because this also applies if you're at training events and conferences too. So just make sure you're not just consuming information for the sake of it and you're not just being inspired and pumped up and then that fizzles away because when you then implement it, that's when you get a return of your investment, your money, your energy and your time as well. So think about what am I going to do with this? How am I going to put this into action as well? I very much do love reading, but I also do love listening because it helps fit into my lifestyle. I listen to podcasts and audiobooks a lot. And I've had to learn the strategy of putting it to action, okay? Because it's a bit harder compared to having a physical book where you can bookmark things or you can flick back. It's not as easy when you listen to something in an audio way. So what I do is after I've stopped the car or after I get to a certain chapter, I then go into my app, I use Evernote, and I then look at, okay, what's my key points from that chapter or what I heard in that section or segment of learning and what am I going to do specifically with it? Because that then means it's so much more powerful and framed in a way that's ready for implementation rather than just information. And then just think about what is your way to kind of summarize it. So make sure you do write notes or your actions and make it sticky. So typically what I mean by that is instead of it just being a concept or information, if you can put it into action, that gives your mind something to go, right, I've taken it from a theory point of view and I've put it into action and therefore it becomes more sticky and it's like a, a different learning kind of level. So that would be Remember when you were learning to drive a car, instead of just thinking about it or watching other people driving, actually getting in the driver's seat, 
driving, learning, stalling, all of that makes it more sticky and therefore you actually get it to work for you and you learn in a better way. So for me, typically, if I want to make something sticky, I would then talk about it with other people. I explain it in my own words, obviously referencing the people that I've learned it from. So whether that's my coaching clients or my mastermind groups that I'm part of, that then is a next step for me just to take that implementation even to that next level. You also want to make sure that you speed up your learning so that it fits with you, okay? And this is where you could trust the power of your unconscious mind. It takes in so much information in every single second. In our mind, we delete, we distort, and we generalize, but it soaks up loads as a sponge. So gone are the days if you're sitting reading a book and you're reading it word for word for word, you could be wasting your time. I went on a course many, many years ago, and it was called Photo Reading, and that massively increased the speed in terms of how I read and how much I comprehend as well. But even when it comes to audios such as podcasts or audible books, for example, typically you have that button that can allow you to speed things up. So that could be you listen to it at one and a half times speed or two times speed, whatever that might be. My only kind of caution would be don't try and listen to this podcast at anything more than one time speed because I do talk quite fast. And if you want to have a laugh, just actually test it, you know, press that double the speed and you will have a laugh at how fast and how bizarre it sounds as well. But typically it works really well in terms of I can't actually listen to podcasts or videos, for example, at anything really below 1.25 speed and it drives me crazy. And this is where it speeds up my time. I still comprehend it and I can consume a lot more in a lot less time. But also you want to understand what is your best learning strategy and it links into my previous point. So for me, I do love listening. Audios work well for me. Videos work to an extent, but if I'm watching a training course and if it's all just visual, I can actually get quite distracted. So I love it where I buy a training course and it's got a transcript that then actually works so much better for me. So I can kind of read it a lot quicker. I can underline things. I can kind of make it work for me. So that would be my go-to kind of style if I want to really get into a real meaty learning session rather than just listening to it all. I actually then read the transcript if it's there. The next thing is, again, even as you are listening to something or you are consuming something, give yourself permission to actually stop reading it or stop listening if it's not giving you what you wanted to or if it's not capturing your attention or if you feel like you're distracted as well because that is just going to be a waste of time. You'll be listening in a passive mode and you won't get the the essence of it or what you need from it as well. Also watch out for that feeling or those words in your mind if you say, well, I already know this. Because that could be the kick up the backside that you need to go, okay, you might know this from a theory point of view or the information, but really, are you implementing it? Or what would happen if you were to implement that? Would it make a difference to where you are from a kind of a self-development point of view, but also from a business development point of view as well? There's also certain books and certain learning that it might not be the right timing for you because again, like we talked about, I'm a big fan of what Taki Moore talks about, the the just-in-time learning rather than the just-in-case learning. So if you've picked something up and you go, this isn't relevant for me because I've got so much more to do beforehand in terms of the foundations of my business or this isn't a particular challenge for me. I'll give you an example. I was working with a person, a coaching client earlier this year and they were consuming a lot of books all about managing teams and they don't actually have a team just now. 
And I was asking them, well, what are you doing to implement it? And they're like, I'm getting myself ready. I'm getting myself ready. And they want to have a team. They now have got a couple of virtual members of their team since then. But that was wasted energy and time consuming all the different learning styles around how team works and team dynamics. And I was like, you're wasting your time. Focus that energy and that time on things that will really make a difference in the here and now. And again, sometimes it might be that the format or the style just doesn't connect with you. I have tried to dive into a few different books and it just doesn't connect. It's too theoretical or it just doesn't capture my attention. But then I could pick up a different book by a different author and it's the same topic and it makes a huge difference. So again, if the style or the format's not working for you, do yourself a favor and change your tact as well. And that's why even when it comes down to, especially things that cost a lot of money in terms of online courses particularly or training events, do as much as you can to tap into the, the person that's going to be delivering that course as a are there like webinars that they've done? Do they have a podcast? Do they have things on YouTube that you can consume to go, what's their style like? Does it fit with me? Do I think I could learn from them? And is this the best fit for me as well? And my last key point is books are for life. I absolutely love, as I say, I'm sitting here in my home office and I'm surrounded by like at least 150 books here on my bookshelf and not to count the amount of books that are on my Kindle and in my Audible. And I love actually having the physical books. That's my ideal scenario. But I do love the Kindle book. That's, you know, my second go-to, especially because you can kind of flick by and especially if you are traveling a lot, it makes life easy. But I have read the same book over and over again many times, okay? And what I get from them each time is completely different. So that's why even I remember the book, The Alchemist, I read that book at the start of my business and I enjoyed it. I got lots from it at that point. But then I used to do a book club in Glasgow and that book got suggested in terms of for that month and I reread it and that was about like nine years later. And when I read it nine years later, it had a completely different experience. It resonated with me on a different level because I was a different person. I had to have, I had all those experiences over those years and I could connect with it in a different way. So I absolutely love trusting my unconscious mind at times. So I could be looking at my bookshelf and I can go, right, what's the right book for me to help me solve this particular challenge or this particular problem? And I look at the ones that are on my bookshelf, including the ones I've read and the ones that I haven't got round to reading yet. Um, they're, they're on there. They're not being a priority because it's just not relevant at that point to fit in with my goals. But I then look at what one really jumps out at me. Not literally, but what one just goes, right, yep, there's something in here. And I flick through it, and that's typically where it has the biggest nugget of information that makes a difference. I also used to do this a lot, especially going into physical bookshops like Waterstones and, you know, wherever your local one is. It doesn't matter. But going in there with a set question in terms of, right, this is what I'm looking to solve or to get. And then go to that relevant section and just see which books jump out at you or catch your eye because typically those are there's something in there that you can actually dive into and it might just be a particular paragraph or a chapter that you can skim read or you can go nope this is a book that I'm going to focus upon and prioritize as well and instead of then going and finishing one book and then diving straight into the next book or the next course you need to then ask yourself have I fully implemented what I've learned before going on to the next one? Because otherwise, you're just going to be learning and consuming and just basically not doing what needs to be done. Am I right? So there you have it. That 
is my top seven strategies to make sure that you're getting the best from your learning. And if you're not doing that, and especially if you're not taking action, just give yourself that shake that you need or give yourself permission to go, well, I don't need to listen to that. I don't need to learn that. I don't need to read that just now. There could be better use of your time. And that might be even just focusing on your hobby or relaxing. Instead of thinking I need to be consuming or being in that constant state of learning, if you're not doing anything, what is the point? So I'd love to hear from you in terms of what is your biggest takeaway from this episode. Please jump over to the show notes at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash 21. You'll find links to the social media platforms that I hang around. But especially come on over to the free Rapid Transformation Zone, the Facebook group. And again, you'll find a post there all about this episode. And I'd love to hear what is your biggest takeaway? What's the strategy that you're going to put into action that you think will make a big difference so that you're not just learning loads, but hardly putting anything into action? So until next time, enjoy whatever you're learning or choosing to learn, including hopefully what you're going to put into action from this podcast episode. And I look forward to catching you again next week, but obviously only if next week's episode is relevant for you as well. Bye for now. If you feel like you're still just scratching the surface and growing your business, and even with all the action that you're taking, you still regularly feel stuck or frustrated, then the chances are you're hitting one of the three business growth blocks that many entrepreneurs and business owners face. But don't worry, you can rapidly transform that from today. Simply start by taking my free business growth block quiz to see if your design, mindset and strategies are currently working for you or against you. Your results will help you put your finger on the elements that need your immediate focus. Plus, you'll also get access to a short video series with lots of practical ways to either fine-tune or overhaul each of these essential foundations. Take the free quiz now over at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz.